Uh, um, I did absolutely no research. Same. I looked uh, while I was waiting for you. <laughs> okay, so you even got a little bit more than I do. So, um, we can screw it. Let's just get into it. Yeah. All right, welcome back to week two of the Fancy Fuckboys, uh, season three, episode more than the Hezzy pull up Jimbo. Um, At this point, I mean, they're they're officially canceled, aren't they? I think so. I think so. Officially, they were dropped by their their platform. So, be- and I we're willing to pick them up. They like, we offered it last season, so. I, we aren't asking for much from any of the subsidiary podcasts that we end up getting. Just, you know, put an episode out once or twice a season. Yeah, I mean, put an episode out when you say you're going to put an episode out. That's, it was every Thursday? Yeah. I mean, even if it's every other week, every month, every once a year, if you say. That's cool with me, but just just stick to, to your word, you know. So Absolutely, yep. Um. So we'll get into kind of a recaps. Uh, I guess I should start. I'm I'm Travis for the 14 people in our league that listen. Uh, I'm David for the 10 people that maybe actually listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 14 but people in the league, maybe maybe 10 listeners. For like the three that don't see me every week, um, if you forgot my voice, I figured I'd reintroduce myself. Um, but we'll we'll go into recaps and then we will go to what we think is going to happen next week and as you uh, probably already know we didn't do any research any prep so we're not going to go back over who did well who didn't do well last week I didn't want to put in the effort to look into that so um, yeah so let's just get right into the matchups we'll, we'll do the best for last we'll do the best for last so we're going to start with Jaden versus Max and Dr. Mantis Toboggan. Um, Max won 144.45 to Jaden's 116.20. And um, I don't really have too much to say other than Kyler Murray is kind of just going to be a little shoulder. Uh, a lot of Max's team for a lot of the season. And if, if Cooper Cup also plays this well, he's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say. Having that. You know, those two, Cooper Cup and Kyler Murray, who have both looked super good to start the season. It's uh, it's going to pay some dividends. And I'm going to knock on wood for Max, but I, I don't see it changing too much. Cooper Cup's usage is, is great, and Kyler can go throw four interceptions if he, if he does. And he is almost guaranteed a rushing touchdown every single game, mm-hmm. which kind of makes up for three or four interceptions, so... Um, we'll go on to kind of the uh, the worst matchup of the of the week here. Tossin beats Jack ninety eight point eight five to sixty one point seven five. Tossin was the fourth lowest scorer this week. Didn't break a hundred points and got a win. Um, didn't really pop off like his hundred and seventy point week last week. So yeah, kind of salt in the wound to uh, see him score less than 100 this week after 
but yeah, putting up 176 on me. Um, Jack's team, I, I just I feel bad for him at this point, kind of. Uh, I'm not here to manage other people's fantasy teams, but feels like he needs to like trade away Travis Kelsey or something to try to get some uh, some playable players. Yeah, he should he should probably do some two for ones or three for ones if possible and just get solid players. Like if you can get if you can get a roster full of wide receiver twos and threes and running back twos and flex plays, if you can get enough of those, you'll make it so you can win a couple of games at least. But on the track he's on, you know, we made that trade Naheem Hines and uh, Damian Williams for Mike Williams and Tony Pollard. At the time, Naheem Hines had 17 carries the night before, and Mike Williams kind of had a big game, so we thought it was pretty even. Um, but then he comes back and gets like three carries total. So it it hurts when stuff like that happens. But there, I mean, maybe a couple positives. Uh, Odell Beckham should be coming back this next week and Jarvis Landry just got put on the IR so that's a lot of targets yep um he's gonna lose all zero targets for or one target from Anthony Schwartz uh then obviously having Travis Kelsey Miles Sanders isn't gonna have six points every game Dak Prescott isn't gonna have less than 10 every game yeah so he's he's gonna I I think sixty one point seven five is about his basement. I I don't it's probably about him. everyone's basement. Yeah, is that officially the lowest? We're gonna do research here over the next week and kind of see who's the lowest score ever in this in this scoring in this setting. But it's it's close if not. So, um, we'll go on to uh, Stan and James versus Ben. Uh, Stan and James beat Ben 122.95 to 100.75. Um, kind of a solid outing, I think, all the way around for, for Stan and James. They kind of, their players kind of just turned it around in general after putting up, like, they put up less than 100 as well week mm-hmm. one. Ben's team just couldn't quite hit. Um, we kind of talked about it earlier. Aaron Rodgers had five incompletions and four of them were to MVS on all four of his targets. I think all four of them would have been touchdowns. So not that that would have made up the 22 point deficit for Ben, but it it's that kind of thing that you're kind of just like when things don't bounce your way, they don't. So, yeah. And I mean, he's going to have to figure out the quarterback position. Uh, he had Trevor Lawrence last week, Joe Burrow this week, both, didn't do great, so uh, hopefully he finds some consistency there. Otherwise, that could be a problem throughout the season. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't know. I think he, you know, I I, I don't want to manage a team like you were saying, um, but I think that he's going to be fine finding something there. Um, there are a lot of quarterbacks right now that are, I think there are, three top 10 quarterbacks on the waiver wire right now by points scored. So some potential there at least. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see here. 
we're gonna go to did I miss someone I I don't know um, we'll go to Connor versus Brandon 138.45 for uh, Connor to Brandon's 108.4 it was all about Derrick Henry's second half with the Titans and that comeback game against Seattle he ended up with like 44 points yeah, him and Rondell Moore uh, both had great games. And then for Brandon, um, pretty, I mean, overall okay performance. Jalen Waddle and LaVisca Chenault didn't do much in his flex spots. But besides that, no one really had a terrible game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of tough because 108 points isn't good, but it's not bad. So you can't be, like, too disappointed either. Um don't don't know where either team goes from here. Uh, it's going to be tough for Connor to have 44 points from Derrick Henry every week. And Brandon will probably have a couple players that will pop off every week. I mean, so I, I don't know. I think, I think Connor caught Brandon on an off week and Brandon caught Connor on kind of a good week. So, um it sucks, but both one and one, and Connor passes Brandon, which I'm I'm a little bit surprised. Connor's my last place pick, <laughs> so um, let's go to Nick versus Drew. Drew moves to two and zero with a one hundred twenty-one point zero five to eighty-three point seven win against Nick. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I have not looked at this matchup at all. I mean, outside of I saw Jamar Chase scored again. Um, he's looking pretty dangerous. Yeah, for Nick's team, outside of Diggs and Pittman, pretty pretty weak performances. Overall, the only other person that scored over 10 points was his quarterback, and even then, Josh Allen only had 18 and a half points, which is low for Josh Allen. Especially when Nick drafted him a little bit higher than he should have gone in the mm-hmm. second round. Um, I, I think, was he the first quarterback taken second he, quarterback taken i think he was the first he was taken before Mahomes. did they go oh, uh yeah okay so because he went to- digs toss and drafted Allen. like 10 and nick drafted like 12 yeah, so yeah would have been like two picks before Mahomes. um regardless yeah forgetting that type of pick from your quarterback you're kind of expecting like 30 a week so exactly yep yeah, so we'll go to high scorer this week. Adam versus Jesse. Adam wins 150.25 to Jesse's 85.65. Adam's team's looking dangerous. They are the top team. That's two weeks in a row with 150 points. Um, Debo looks legit. He's got, he's kind of hitting on all metrics, you know. Daryl Henderson's playing pretty well, so. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it seems looking good. Jalen Hurts has had two good weeks in a row and should keep it up. It hasn't really translated to much for his receivers, though. Yeah, so so it's one of those things where his fantasy play doesn't necessarily match his like real-life play. It's kind of like Daniel Jones, who had like 34 or something this week. Um when you do a lot on the ground with your, with your legs, it translates really well to fantasy points, but yeah. uh, it doesn't really help your receivers or... Yeah, I'm looking here. He only had 190 pass yards, 
but you know, 80 rush yards, a touchdown, and one target. I did see the target. I I guess I did see that. It was pretty poorly designed. Um, but yeah, so he, I think his passing schedule gets a lot easier. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with his legs versus arm. Um, he's he's pretty poor in the and in like a clean pocket. He has been uh, the last year and a half. So we'll see what happens going forward there. No cuts. Um. So, we'll go to the, the matchup of the week. We've got a lot to unpack here. Uh, first, I beat you 144.45 to 129.65, even though the comeback was on a Monday Night Football with Aaron Jones and Robert Tunyon putting up a combined 50? Yeah, 51. So, I was able to stave that off. Um but I think more importantly, I lost the drink bet, and I didn't just lose it. I got, got shut out. I got shut out 10-0 uh, from, from Jason Saunders. So uh, that one hurts. I'll be pretty messed up on Halloween. I mean, I guess you just wake up, have a shower beer, have a, a breakfast beer, maybe go on a walk, have like a walking beer. That's three down, and it's only what, 8.30 in the morning at that point? I mean, <laughs> I guess it works for me. I I don't know if story will allow it, but um, you know what? A bet's a bet, so. I mean, outside of that, I also correctly predicted that Blankenship would have over seven points. Um, I pride myself on knowing the kicker position and looking at the matchup. I just knew, you know... They weren't going to score a ton of touchdowns against the Rams. So I knew the field goals would be there. You know, it's it's a kind of a lost art knowing kickers and their tendencies and, and, and how to pick a kicker. Um, I, I blame it on Tua. I'm, I'm going to say I can't shoulder this blame myself. Tua getting hurt really, really set me back, even though it was in like the early fourth quarter, I'm pretty sure, that he got hurt. So... Um, anyway, we'll, we're going to, we're going to recover. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to be 2-0, at least have that as kind of a consolation. I think I would have rather won the, won the bet, but, um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 0-2 doesn't feel great. Um, like you said, we'll, we'll look into the, the stats a little bit more, hopefully for next episode, but. I I don't know what the percentage of 0-2 teams are that actually end up making the playoffs, especially in something like fantasy football where it's, uh, I don't know, your players can change how they're doing in an instant pretty much. So. Oh, yeah. And, and I guess one nice thing about it is that you do have an extra week this year. So that's, that's super nice. So it's kind of it, a little bit more... Uh, you can be a little bit more relaxed knowing that you're two games out of first place with 12 games to play rather than had you started 0-2 last year, you had 11 games, and it starts to get pretty rushed if you go to like 0-3, 0-4. Look, I'm not I'm not looking for first place. I'm looking for like seventh place. So make it to the playoffs, lose in the first round, mm-hmm. and just, just, coast. just coast. Don't have to worry. You miss all the stress of the Christmas games and the... Uh, New Year's games this year, so fantasy football ends perfectly. Exactly. About week 
15. Yeah. Yep. So you were the high loser, though, this week. So you did make money, or you should have. I don't know if you got paid yet or not. I have not gotten paid yet. But, but uh, Nick is doing the paying out, so I will text <laughs> him again, or I, or Adam, and you can request it from, from him. It should be 5 bucks a piece. Um, but, yeah, so at least if you lose, you, you have a little bit of a, a consolation there, too. So really, really kind of racked up the, the real-life points by losing this week but beating me in the kicker bit and then being the high loser as well it and you know those just feel like consolation prizes at this point i mean am i did i win did i beat you last year i think i lost i think you did because it was before you started kind of picking it up at the end of the season middle of the season i feel like it's hurting my rep on this show and I'm, to the to all the listeners out there, they're they're probably going to be thinking of me as a lesser manager because I can't beat the the co-host. I mean, would they be thinking wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I put us even. We're, we're pretty even. If you don't look at the manager levels on Yahoo or you know all time records, it's it doesn't it's matter. It's perfectly even. It, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I'm pretty sure you changed accounts at some point in there. Did I? I might have. May, may, you were you were Adam didn't. I know we talked about it, but um regardless, yeah, we we both finished like in that five to seven range most of the time. Um so we're we're pretty evenly matched. It'll it'll flip. It's it's like any good rivalry. It has its runs. So um let's go into this week coming up here. Um We'll start with me versus Jack. I'm just going to lock myself in. I don't really have any reason other than my team's played pretty well and Jack's has played pretty poorly. So, Yeah, uh, I think that's a safe assumption. Um, I mean, looking at looking at the teams, it's, yeah, probably you. All right, keen analysis from us there. So um, let's move to you versus Jaden here. Um for whatever reason, it only has you at one hundred and seventeen point seven six. I don't. Um, no, that's uh, that's completely completely right. Uh, I have Kenneth Gainwell in his, one of my flexes. He's okay. only projected six points. Tim Patrick's only projected eight points. Dude. Uh, my defense is only projected six points. So okay, and and I guess everything's subject to change. We're not very consistent. We put our one episode out a week. Sometimes on Tuesdays, sometimes on Thursdays, sometimes on. It just depends. It really, it really depends. So, um, but yeah, this this will it's subject to change, due to like your waiver wire pickups. But I'm still gonna go with you over over Jaden. Um, I think I think your team's solid. And I guess before you get to yours, did Kenneth Gainwell do anything last week? And he had like six points, so right, right on the projection. Yeah, not not terrible. And like I scored less than four points from my flex last week, combined both of them. So uh, I would take six points from one of them. I was gonna say that'd be that'd be nice. So who are you who are you going with here? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with myself. Believe it or not, I I don't know. I mean, he's got some pretty good matchups with Sterling Shepard and Saquon versus Atlanta. But I don't. I think Chase Edmonds is going to get a lot of work stolen from him from Kyler. Uh, 
James Robinson isn't going to be able to get anything going against Arizona. And I think that's going to be the difference. I'm seeing another big game from Aaron Jones and Damian Harris. Oh, yeah. I, I believe it. I uh, I have a lot of faith in your team. And, and you know, I've, we shit on Jaden last week. I think his team's turning around. Um, but I did text him to start Hollywood Brown last week. And he didn't do and it. And he didn't do it. So if he's not going to take your advice, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I can root for him. So... I'm going. I'm going. You, uh, it's a lock. I think you're gonna win. You're gonna win the rest of your games this year. I would like that. I'm, I'm I, calling it now. I'm gonna win all of my games, and you're gonna win the rest of yours. I'd be cool with a a twelve and two finish, even if I'm a first round exit in the playoffs. I mean, that's that's the dream. You know, give me like five high scores. I'll take my money back. First round exit. Relax for the rest of the year. Just let everybody else kind of stress during the playoffs. Those are those are the right vibes. Exactly. So let's go to Tostin versus um, Stan and James here. I have no idea who any of their matchups are. Um, Tostin's team's been up and down. You know, ninety-eight points or one hundred and seventy-six. Um, I th- I think. Tyreek has more than his four points or whatever he had last week. I think that helps him beat Stan and James. I, um, I, I'm just going to go Stan and James to be a little different. I also don't really know the matchups, but I could see a big game from Zeke on Monday night to kind of push them over the top. They'll probably be pretty close at that point. And it doesn't look like Tossin has anyone playing on Monday night, so I think Zeke pushes Stan and James over the edge. C C D. Uh he's he's gonna get like three points. Okay, okay. Zeke's gonna Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. Nala's chipping in as well, if you guys can hear her. Um So we'll we'll go to Connor versus Ben. Always a big matchup, these two. Um, really just, just real bad blood between the two of them, you know, they, the disdain, uh, always makes it super intense, Ben, Ben's needing a win, you know, he's, uh, he's 0-2 in 12 plays, Connor, you know, got his first win, um, he's, even in his title, it says he's going for a 2-2 record, I think, is what he meant by that, mm-hmm. um, so I think that Ben's gonna win this week, I don't, don't be surprised, and I have no insider information, if Ben makes a trade or works something with somebody, because it always seems like whenever he starts to slide, he sweet-talks himself into a trade of some, some sort. So don't be surprised if that happens. Um, I don't think Connor's panicking and will make any moves, and I don't think that Derrick Henry's going to put up 44 points again. So I think... Ben works a couple people out of his lineup. He gets Will Fuller back and wins this week. So, Yeah, uh, I'm also going Ben here. Um, you know, I think Darren Waller has a bounce-back performance, if you can call it bounce-back. He had nine points last week. Which, for a tight end, is pretty good. I think he gets those double digits, and uh, I think he gets the quarterback situation figured out. I don't think he's going to be starting Joe Burrow again, but I could be wrong. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. It, they the, play Pittsburgh, the whole which, is with, a good, which is a good defense, so I'm not sure he'd want to play Joe Burrow again. The whole thing with Joe Burrow is he played okay for 90% of the game, and then on three straight passes just threw three interceptions. Um, but had... Had that not, I mean, what did he end up with? Like 13? He ended up with, like, 13. So he would have had 19 At least those. 19, and then they didn't... Whatever they had on those drives as well. I I don't think he turns the ball over. That was Those were his first turnovers, like, interceptions since his maybe first game in the NFL. Um, so 12 games or something like that. 10 games. But, yeah, so I think, I think even if he does go with Burrow, he has a better performance. I think he finds a quarterback does better than 13 points this week. And Connor's kind of on the lookout for that as well. I don't know if he's going to go with Jameis or Ryan Tannehill. So we'll see if they're both streaming quarterbacks. That could be an interesting uh, little story to to watch out for there too. Um, So let's go to to Brandon versus Nick. I really don't know. This one's tough for me. Um... Nick is really dependent on his wide receiver sitting and Stephon Day. Really, all of his wide receivers didn't hit last week. I think at least a couple do. I think he gets to. I think he gets to like 120 points, and beats Brandon, who ends up with like 117. I think it's this is gonna be the closest matchup of the week. Yeah, I'm. Uh... This is this is a tough one. I I'm gonna go with Brandon though. Um, I could see. I saw a stat today that Teddy Bridgewater has the most passes attempted over 20 yards so far this season. Which, besides being completely uh, against what he's known for, they they play the Jets this week, and there's just lots of opportunities for. Uh, some deep balls against the Jets because the Jets are just pretty much all around terrible. So I could see him having another big game. And then uh, Noah Fant, if, you know, he catches one or two long touchdowns, that's yeah, and that could be the difference in this matchup. And they target their tight ends at a higher rate than anybody right now, which, I mean, both super small sample sizes. I know it's kind of interesting you said, like, the 20-yard stat because I saw a stat today about 15-yard passes. And the highest percentage of balls or passes attempted over 15 yards versus like the actual passes attempted goes to Trevor Lawrence, which so it's in in between that 15 and 20, and 20 range, some, somewhere. It, and I, Teddy's not one or two because it goes Trevor Lawrence then Tom Brady. So interesting, kind of kind of an interesting Trevor Lawrence on 30 percent of his passes throws the ball over 15 yards, which is pretty wild. Um, anyway, let's go to, honestly, the biggest matchup of the week, two, two and O teams, Adam versus Drew. I, I always make the mistake. It doesn't matter for anything this year because we're not really keeping track of it. I, I'm going to go with Drew. I picked, I've picked Drew almost every single week that he wasn't playing me. Um, it seems to be working this year. I, I really... I, I think Adam's team has to come down to earth at some point, right? I think Drew hits his projection at 134, and Adam just doesn't quite hit his. I think he probably hits, like, 127, so, so like, still a good week. But I think Drew 
beats Adam this week to go to three zero, and Adam takes his first loss of the season. Uh, I'm gonna go the opposite. I think Adam wins this week. I just think there's too much firepower. Uh, you know, he's got some good matchups, and I just I think big game from Kenyon Drake this week against Miami. Okay. Okay. For the vibes. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Avatar: The Last Airbender? I have. I've seen all of it. Have you? Uh, what's his name? Prince Zuko. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's too much firepower as well? <laughs> it, so it can be a bad thing, you know, for the first can. three seasons at least. Uh, but I mean, he turned into well, well, no spoilers. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been out since. I I don't I don't spoil okay, shows. Okay. I know. Nick really wants to watch Avatar The Last That's, Airbender, so I'm going to make sure I don't spoil it. <laughs> it's definitely knows this, yeah. But I, I think I think this will be the highest scoring matchup of this week, and I think it'll be close. I don't. I, I really think Nick and Brandon could come down to like decimals. Like I think that's they're going to be that close, and it'll probably be lopsided now that I say it. But um, Drew and, and Adam will have the highest scoring matchup this week, so. Let's go to Jesse versus Max. Like we said, Max is dangerous. I I think I think he's one of the most threatening teams in the league now with uh, Kyler and Cooper Cup. I have to go with him over Jesse. Jesse's team's just not quite performing. It honestly, on paper, doesn't look too bad, um, but they're not they're not performing. And, and Max's team is, and the 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 guys that are are carrying his team enough that. The guys that aren't, when they do hit, it wouldn't surprise me to see Max put up 200 points at some point this season. So, Yeah, um, I think I'm probably also going to go Max. I'll be interested to see how Jesse's running backs do, obviously, early in the in the week. But he has uh, Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon, who both had pretty down weeks last week compared to their, their week ones. I guess I don't know what Jonathan Taylor did week one, but I know Mixon had like over twenty points. Yeah. Week one, and then he has James Conner in there, which I think could be a pretty sneaky play. They play Jacksonville. Um, I'm sure they'll be running it quite a bit towards the end of the game, and it wouldn't surprise me if they try to lean on James Conner to just get those he inside run like bully yards. Yeah, he would be more of the guy to get those rather than Chase Edmonds. Um, yeah, that that's a solid point. I I mean, Jesse's running backs played, I mean, Jonathan Taylor went against the Rams from seven, from four, really solid, even though David Montgomery made him look kind of stupid in week one. Um, and then Joe Mixon is just going to have a tough time be, behind that line. So I think they could be up and down all season. Um, but yeah, I... I don't think he quite has enough yet against uh, Dr. Mantis Toboggan and his Magnum Dong. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat the Magnum Dong, but... I, I don't know if you meant... <laughs> well, phrasing, phrasing. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, anyway, those those are our matchups. Um, you heard it here, David doesn't know if you're going to beat the Magnum Dong uh, this year. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised, you know. Um, anyway, let's, 
we're gonna we're gonna start a new tradition. Do you have any uh, favorite team names from this week? Oh man, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some of the names. I mean, that that Dacket is tight. Son Naheem is is pretty good. It's pretty solid. Um, we were talking about it earlier. You had it set up pretty well. You could have done that jacket is Tyson Naheem, which would have flowed really well. But, you know, it's hard to beat a scary movie reference. So. Oh, for sure. Scary movie too. Great movie. Um, on When it comes to, like, new names, yeah. I mean, that, that one's probably the best. I will give it to Adam. Put it in reverse. Singletary is, is pretty solid. It's oh, pretty yeah. solid. I uh, I say it goes between those two, and honestly, Burrow's a, a K Hunt is is pr- we're, we're doing good. pretty solid on the names yeah. this year. Like no one's no one's had a really really bad name yet. So I appreciate it. I'm a little a little disappointed with Tostin not changing his name. Really, he did God plays and God wins, which he's I don't understand. Not not really sure, but. He's kind of riding that wave, that week one wave. I and mean, diminishing returns. Oh, each, yeah. each week, it, it, if it ends in God wins, it's going to go down a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's, that's what I'm looking most forward to in these upcoming weeks is seeing Tossin's name changes. See if he can, if he can return uh, to mediocre form like he did with Jesus plays and God wins. So, mm-hmm. um, do you have anything else? We got cords falling over here. No, I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah, uh, me too. I guess actually, I want to say one one thing because we haven't shit on him yet this year. Tom Brady nine touchdown passes through two weeks, which is insane. I think he's quarterback four right now with nine touchdown passes, which it's it's yeah. it's pretty bad for. It seems a little unsustain unsustainable. I mean, because he's throwing what two hundred thirty yards a game, two hundred forty. It has nine touchdowns. So he's he's throwing touchdown passes on ten and a half percent of his throws right now. His highest career mark is five and a half, and well, his average career mark is five and a half. His highest career is like six and a half. The highest all time is nine point eight percent. So he's right now on pace to break that record. To break the percentage record, and then if he throws four and a half touchdowns a game through seventeen weeks, that is what sixty eight, uh, like seventy six touchdowns. Just a ridiculous amount. Yeah, which would which would shatter the uh, the all time record as well. So I I feel like a lot of that has to do with the fact that. Both Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones haven't really done anything to gain Bruce Arians' trust, so they don't really want to use them down in the goal line that I, much. I don't think they have a rushing touchdown this they, year. Maybe, Ronald Jones doesn't. Maybe one. Um, yeah, but it's it's insane, and he's not even the top quarterback right now with those stats. He's actually only like six points in front of Daniel Jones uh, right now, who has two touchdown passes On this season. On the other side... I think Justin Herbert also has two touchdown passes, but is averaging over 350 yards passing a game. So if you look at it, those should, you know, 
Justin Herbert's touchdowns should go up. I mean, he had two called back this weekend, and you'd think Tom Brady's would go down. Yeah, both of them kind of regressed the mean in a positive way for Justin Herbert and negative way for Tom Brady. We'll see. Tampa Bay had a super easy schedule, too, so not trying to discourage Stan and James from playing Tom Brady. Um, he just sucks and has sex with kids, so or at least makes out with them. I, I was going to say, we we don't want to push it too far. Well, what might be presumed is not necessarily true. He kisses his sons on the lips, and that's a fact. It's, it's a proven fact. Video, video evidence. Video evidence shows it. Um, so I, I don't want any, any part of him. I don't like watching him play. Um, but yeah, hey, fuck it. Hey, fuck it. Okay, you have to shit. Okay, bye.